All right. Thanks, Scott Shannon. And thanks to all of you for joining us. Happy Friday, 800-941-SEAN. If you want to be a part of the program, Kristen Cinema makes an announcement today that she is registering as an independent and leaving the Democratic Party. Listen. I've registered as an Arizona independent. I know some people might be a little bit surprised by this, but actually, I think it makes a lot of sense. You know, a growing number of Arizonans and people like me just don't feel like we fit neatly into one party's box or the other. And so, like many across the state and the nation, I've decided to leave that partisan process and really just focus on the work that I think matters to Arizona and to our country, which is solving problems and getting things done. Solving problems and getting things done. Now, she goes on fake news CNN. She talks to Jake Tapper, uh, gives a great answer when, you know, regarding the balance of power, whether she'll caucus with the Democrats. Um, I know you have to ask the question, Jake, uh, but that's a D.C. thing. I'm more about Arizona. So the uh, ever since uh, Raphael Warnock, Senator Warnock, was reelected earlier this week, the balance of power right now is 51 Democrats or 51 votes for the Democratic Party. That includes two independents, Angus King of Maine and Bernie Sanders of Vermont. But that's 51-49. What you're doing today doesn't change that. It's still basically going to be 51-49. Well, I know you have to ask that question, Jake. Yeah. But that's kind of a D.C. thing to worry about. What I'm really focused on is just making sure that I'm doing what I think comports with my values and the values of Arizonans. So when I come to work each day, it'll be the same. I'm going to still come to work and hopefully serve on uh, the same committees I've been serving on and continue to work well with my colleagues of both political parties. And I'm not really spending much time worrying about what the mechanics look like for Washington, D.C. And to be honest, Jake, I don't think anyone in Arizona is caring about that either. Um, so I don't think things will change much for me, and I don't think things will change much for Arizonans. Unbelievable. 800-941-SEAN is our number, by the way. Um, now, this is interesting on a lot of different fronts because she's not answering the question who she's going to caucus with. If I had to guess, I'd imagine probably it's it's going to be the Democrats, likely, maybe. I mean, it's an interesting statement that she's making that she's going to be independent. Um, she also, according to Politico, has now said after her decision to switch parties, she's not caucusing with either the Democrats or Republicans. At least that's what Politico's reporting, that she's not going to attend weekly Democratic caucus meetings. She rarely does now. She isn't sure whether her desk will remain on the Democratic side of the Senate floor. She also doesn't plan to caucus with Republicans. So that kind of leaves us with a Republican Senate caucus of, you know, 49 senators uh, against the Democratic caucus of 48 senators plus two independents. So it's 50-49. And Bernie Sanders, Angus King, they, they do caucus with the Democrats, They're to- but they're both independent or say they're independent. Uh, but if my math is rusty, the last time I checked, 50 is not a majority of 100. Uh, the question is, will Mitch McConnell just give in to the Democratic claims that they still have a majority or insist that Chuck Schumer play by different rules? But... You know, you know, dodging the question of Senate control is just interesting to me. And if I'm look, I'm just watching from a distance. I'm not really sure. I don't know Kristen Cinema. I've never talked to Kristen Cinema. I have talked to Joe Manchin. And what I'm seeing here is somebody that does not want to be aligned with a party that has swung so far radical left 
and she she just doesn't want to be a part of it. I think it's that basic, that fundamental, and she doesn't think the people in her state want this. Uh, if I had to guess, I don't think there's going to be any anybody that's going to give her a run for their money in, in terms of her election, um, only because she's showing an independence. Now, one big question is, what well, what is Joe Manchin going to do? Joe Manchin, if I was Joe Manchin, I would be really, really ticked off. Now, he did show that he was before the election. You might recall that when he was fighting Build Back Broke, his approval rating in West Virginia was going through the roof. When he fought back against the Democrats ending the legislative filibuster, his approval ratings went through the roof. The minute he went along with this deal with Biden and with Schumer, uh, the, quote, Inflation Reduction Act, better known, better known as the Tax the Poor, Middle Class, and People on Fixed Income Act, when he did that, his approval ratings pretty much dropped in half, and the people of West Virginia were furious. And if you remember, Jason, maybe you could pull these these quotes up, but when when Joe Biden, just before the election, made the comments about coal and then later made comments about oil, I mean, we're talking about the, the, that is the entire economy of West Virginia. Listen. No one's building new coal plants because they can't rely on it, even if they have all the coal guaranteed for the rest of their, the existence of the plant. So it's going to become a wind generation. And all they're doing is going to save them a hell of a lot of money and using the same transmission line they transmitted the coal-fired electric on. We're going to be shutting these plants down all across America. No more drilling. There is no more drilling. I haven't formed any new new drilling. Will you survive more years of offshore drilling? No, I... Atlantic or the Pacific, but in the Antarctic and off the Gulf of New Mexico, or off the Gulf of Mexico. That was before I was president. We're trying to work on that, get that done. Now, if I had made a deal with Chuck Schumer and Joe Biden, and I went along with the Inflation Reduction Act, and Joe Manchin was already on record as saying that it wasn't a good idea... In, in terms of the best interest of the economy uh, to, in fact, go with the Inflation Reduction Act. Uh, he had made comments against it, saying that's not the way to fight inflation. And he makes the deal. He's promised that he's going to get a pipeline, a gas pipeline, I believe, uh, out of his state to another state. I think it was Virginia. I forget off the top of my head. But he was promised this pipeline. And then as soon as he goes along with the Inflation Reduction Act, they say, oh, sorry, never mind. It's like Lucy pulling the football away from Charlie Brown every time he's about to kick it, you know, and he lands flat right on his back. And and I think it had to piss him off. Now, after Joe Biden made the comments about shutting down coal plants all around the country, uh, you know what that will do to the economy of West Virginia? It'll destroy it. Or to say that we're not going to be drilling onshore, offshore, I'm ending it. Like Joe Biden said, he made those comments just before the election. Now, Manchin did respond to the coal comments, and he was pissed, and he was pretty livid. So I think Democrats, are, they're, they're going to be, I'm certainly watching what Joe Manchin ends up doing here. You know, liberal critics critics can trash Kristen Sinema all they want. They're calling her a traitor and every other name in the book that they can possibly think of. Um, Newsweek points out many right-leaning social media users are urging Manchin to similarly jump ship. You know, Joe Manchin is up for re-election in 2024. And if I'm Joe Manchin and I'm running in West Virginia and my party is so adamantly opposed to domestic energy production, which is the entire economy of West Virginia for the most part, 
Um, I'm thinking I'm I, this party has left me. Democrats never had the, this extreme radical position on top of everything else. None of it makes sense because, you know, we have enough coal resources, natural gas resources, oil resources that we can be energy independent. We proved that when Trump was president, we achieved energy independence and that was good for the economy of West Virginia. Now what happens if Joe Biden says we're going to shut down every coal plant? We're not going to allow dr drilling anywhere. One has to wonder what Joe, what Joe Manchin is going to do here. It would be in his best political interest if he left the Democratic Party and he became a Republican. Or maybe he wants to follow suit with Kristen Sinema and just be an independent and not attend weekly Democratic caucus meetings and not caucus with anybody. You know, at that point, whoever is in charge... Uh, I would imagine both of them will get the assignments they want because it's such a, you know, evenly split, you know, margin in the in the U.S. Senate. Um, it's getting pretty interesting. The White House is insisting that Cinema's party switch doesn't change the balance of power in the Senate, but they don't know for sure. I'm telling you right now, the phones are are ringing off the hook on Kristen Cinema on her cell phone on her office phone. Because Democrats are in a total freakout over this. They didn't see it coming. I didn't see it coming for sure. But she won't say if her decision to leave the Democratic Party will change the balance of power. But she kind of is saying that she's not caucusing with Democrats. So I don't know. I don't see that Kristen Sinema has a whole lot in common or Joe Manchin has a whole lot in common with Chuck Schumer, uh, Joe Biden, and, of course, the New Green Deal radical socialist Democrats. I just don't see it. Um, we have a lot of other news today. We have Twitter Files 2.0 that was uh, released last night. It's, it's getting more interesting by the day. It really is. Because what we're witnessing now is, is pretty unprecedented. We really didn't anticipate that this was going to be as big and as monumental as it's now become. Now, if you think back originally, what have we learned? We learned from Elon Musk last Saturday himself because he went online and he started talking to people and answering questions. And one of the things that he talked about was if you shut down opposing or dissenting voices, that is by its very definition, election interference. When questioned about why the media is ignoring the story, which they did over the Sunday programs last weekend, they only devoted a, a whopping seven seconds to it. Uh, he said the media, of course, is going to deny it because they're complicit to lying to the American public. And then went as far as to say Twitter 1.0 before he purchased it. He's calling Twitter now 2.0. That basically Twitter was the propaganda arm for the entire Democratic Party or acting as such. I mean, we, now we know all of that is true. But what's worse about this and where this gets really, really dark, in my view, is the government's involvement in all of this. And that is the FBI not only warning Twitter, but every big tech company that there is a likelihood of, of disinformation, foreign actors, there's going to be a hack and leak operation uh, before the election, and they were having these weekly meetings with all these big tech companies. Now, the guy that was leading these meetings and organizing these weekly meetings is an FBI agent by the name of Elvis Chan. Now, this guy was meeting with the big tech and supervisor is a special agent, FBI. His postgraduate thesis claimed that Russia interfered in the 2016 election to help 
former President Donald Trump. No wonder he got hired by the FBI. That goes into the investigation of Jim Jordan, whether or not the FBI has been politicized. Anyway, so he was the one organizing these meetings, and he was put under oath last week, as was Yoel Roth, Twitter's former head of integrity. And Yoel Roth was in these weekly meetings being warned about the hack and leak operation. Basically, remember, the FBI had Hunter Biden's laptop since December of 2019. They had 11 months before the 2020 election. They also knew that Rudy Giuliani had a copy of it. And they also knew that there was the high likelihood that that story was going to be leaked before the 2020 elections. So they set up these weekly meetings and they're not debunking whatever story is going to come out. They're pre-bunking it. They're telling all these big tech companies, don't be a victim of misinformation campaigns by foreign hostile actors. It's probably hacked material and leaked material. And then over at Twitter, the general counsel ends up being the guy that was the general counsel for the FBI during the Russia hoax, James Baker. You can't make this stuff up. So anyway, lo and behold, they're being warned. Now, Yo Roth, to his credit, said they did mention it might be about Hunter by name. But when questioned under oath, Elvis Chan, he couldn't remember if he ever brought up Hunter's name, which makes me very suspicious. So in other words, they were telling these big tech companies ahead of time, oh, yeah, this is likely going to happen. You don't want to be caught up in this. You don't want to be disseminating false information. And they end up taking one of the biggest true stories that they themselves could have corroborated and prevent you, the American people, from even looking at it prior to the election, knowing it would have had an impact on the election and probably the result in the end, considering the election was so close, especially in three states that mattered. Anyway, 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Um, Listen, you're going to love Pure Talk. It's a veteran-owned company, and they're going to save you a ton of money and give you the exact same cell service as all of the big carriers like AT&T, Verizon, and T-Mobile. They have incredible plans that the big carriers don't offer. You can get unlimited talk and text and blazing fast data for just 30 bucks a month. Uh, Pretty much you're saving the average family close to $1,000 a month. Many are saving much more. You get the same exact coverage because it's the same exact towers and same 5G network as the big carriers. Uh, You keep your phone. You keep your phone number. This is money in your pocket. Uh, All you have to do to make the switch and join the stampede of people away from these uh, big carriers is dial pound 250 on your cell phone. Say the keyword save now. If you do it now, you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. This is real money in your pocket. These are tough economic times. Pound 250 on your cell. Keyword save now, and they'll switch you over for the exact same service in just minutes. From our friends at Pure Talk.